My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today again. Another guest coming on my show. You guys, the guest I'm bringing on, Tyler Mowry. He is the co-founder of Top Development, which is a script, a script development company. And he has a huge social presence on YouTube. You can find him at Tyler Mowry on YouTube, you guys. So I know I kept it really brief, but I'm going to go ahead and let our guest fill in those gaps and talk about his journey before we hit any of our hot topics. Welcome to the show, Tyler. How's it going? It's going well, Brittany. How are you? So good. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. You know, we're going to cover some great topics, but before we really jump into that, I'd much rather start to dive into your story as to how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I came into this whole on that business space from a strange angle. Uh, I wanted to make stories. When I was a kid, I wanted to write novels. I was reading books all the time. And I was like, I want to be a novelist. That's what I wanted to do, right? Fast forward to college. And I decided that rather than novels, I wanted to make films. So I still wanted to tell stories, but it was just about what medium I wanted to do that in. And so from there, I started writing screenplays, making short films, and I also started a YouTube channel at that point. And the purpose of the YouTube channel initially was to help me learn about storytelling and learn about filmmaking. Uh, and that was in about 2016, I started that up and I was doing that for a little while. And then in 2018, I came out to LA for the first time because I was done with college and I was like, okay, great. I'm moving into the film world. Cause again, I want to make movies. Um, and I had, at that point I had built the YouTube channel to like thousand subscribers, subscribers or so. So it was like off the ground a bit, but not, you know, crazy big or anything like that. But I got to LA and I was a script reader for a little while. And I realized that the traditional path that I was supposed to go on was to, be somebody's assistant or be an office assistant and set appointments and get people coffee and not really work on stories, not really work on screenplays and do that for maybe five, 10 years off chance that eventually I needed to take a look at my writing. And I was like, well, this path doesn't seem to make sense for me. And so I looked at uh, position and I was like, okay, if I can find a way to support myself um, financially, then I can also continue writing and continue writing stories, which is what I wanted to do. And I could worry about the whole industry side later. Um, and so then I started a, a variety of small online businesses that like failed, 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 right. failed. So I got into like, I was, I was got into like doing Facebook ads and I got into um, doing uh, this like WordPress blogging uh, and sending pat traffic to that through Pinterest. And so I, at, at the height of that, like million monthly Pinterest viewers, but I couldn't convert the traffic into much cash at all. I was, I was getting all these views and making like $400 a month off of it. So it was like 
no money. So I left that and I eventually realized like, oh, well, I just need to combine the two things that I'm already doing, right? I'm already learning about um, screenwriting and storytelling on my YouTube channel. I already have that following and I learned so much from my own writing and I learned a ton from being a script reader in Hollywood and analyzing professional screenplays, why they were working, why they weren't. And so I decided like, okay, the best way for me to really grow and, and make this work was to help people in the space that I knew the most. And so I was like, okay, let's see if this works. So I adjusted my YouTube content from general filmmaking videos to here is what I have learned practically in storytelling and screenwriting to help writers that were in a similar state to where I was move forward, get practical clarity in their screen. And that was when things really started to take off on the channel. And when uh, I started to realize that uh, what I had learned was very valuable and helpful people. And then from there, it was just about, okay, how do I continue to, to grow this and um, and more and more people then over time that then shifted into the big vision that it is now, which is top development. So for a long time, it was Tyler Mowry and practical screenwriting, practically giving some helpful, uh, problems and so solutions to those story problems on the channel and working with people, uh, mainly one-on-one. -on -one. And then, okay. uh, I did that for about two years and now it is time for the next big venture, uh, because through that process, I and my top development co-founder started to develop this full view on story um, that I call the top development story framework. And this allows us to see all of the elements that are in a story, no matter what kind of story that is, right? You're always going to have these certain things and they're always going to fit together in a certain way, no matter how strange or nonlinear or unique your particular story idea is. And so rather than this being like a beat sheet or something that you have seen in other screenwriting books and, and classes, this is a way of clarifying your overall story. I mean, the purpose of that story, why you would tell this story over another idea you might have and bringing that all the way to the end so that you're seeing your full screenplay as your full idea rather than it being your idea in your head and a messy draft on the page. Wow. This is incredible. Tyler, th thank you for sharing that because I think it's so important and really bad to the people listening who have one, maybe left the nine to five rat race where you're, you know, making someone else's dreams come true and you really make your own come true. You know, that aligned with your path that, you know, you kind of knew since a kid what you wanted to do. Right. So that's huge because that can be a scary thing to do. You know, there's, I'm sure you had a lot of people telling you, mm, I don't know about that risk. Like, should you go ahead and do that? Start that business, you know? Uh, and maybe not, maybe you had a lot of encouragement. No, but I mean, I, know I mean, I, I definitely had some encouragement, but I had friends that thought that what I was doing was full on scammy, that helping people online, that doing it in a way where I wasn't affiliated with a university or I wasn't affiliated with a particular, uh, film studio that, that made me a scammer and like close friends of mine, people that I came when I moved to Angeles, people that were very close to me at that point. Um, and you know, over time that 
you know, some of them kind of came around and were like, oh, okay, like I see what you're doing. And, and, you know, now it's sort of working. And some of them were kind of stayed in that place of like, no, you need to go the traditional route with things. And yeah, I mean, one of the most important lessons I learned was there were multiple spots over this journey where I had to say, I feel like I see the right choice for me. And the people I'm listening to, my mentors at this time don't see that, but I need to make a call, right? So in film school, before I went and I did, uh, and I was a script reader in LA, um, I was in film school for one semester, right? And um, in that semester, I had a lot of different, I had a lot of differences of view with the professors and the leadership there. Uh, Mainly it came down to, they were intentionally keeping high performers separate to make it so that there weren't certain because in that in this first semester we made seven short films which was fantastic and a ton of experience i'm so happy i did it but they were intentionally separating those who wanted to really take this seriously um so that things would be hurt and so that you wouldn't create this particular group is making fantastic story or short films. And this one is not as much. They didn't want that. They wanted everything to sort of feel the same. And I had a, I took a really big issue with that. And I remember I was trying to decide, okay, do I stick with this? Do I really go through another three semesters in this film school process? Or do I take this another way? And I remember one me that leaving the film program would be a colossal mistake. And I really took that to heart at the time because I really respected his opinion. And, but at the end of the day, it it was not the right fit for me. And I had to make a call that did not make sense with my parents at the time and did not make sense with my professors at the time to say, look, I feel like I know the choice. I know what I need to do here. It's just about do I have, can I take responsibility for that choice and step out? Uh, and sort of go my own path at this. And that happened again when I came out to to Los Angeles and I tried to enter into the traditional film industry that way. And now I'm now here I am once again, I'm trying to go the traditional path, but it's not making sense. And people around me are saying, this is the only path. There's no other alternative. You need to do this. And I feel like I see something else. I see another way I could go with this. And I bet on myself again and it worked out again. And now I'm in this new transition with, with this whole top development thing uh, and that people are saying, no, you don't need to go this way. The, you, you know, your personal brand as it is, like, that's what works. You need to keep doing what works. But I'm seeing this and I'm saying, look, I think I see the next big opportunity here and I have to, to push into that. And even if every, you know, not around me completely sees the vision of what's happening. So that's Tyler, what I'm you. doing. This is good. I'm so happy that you mentioned that because when I'm sure you're not alone here with other entrepreneurs going through similar things where nobody else can see like what's inside us and our vision only us at times. Right. And the hardest part is like, for the most part, from what I've learned over the past, and I'm sure several others, maybe yourself as well as your closest friends and families are not your biggest encouragers, you know, And they often are telling us, you know, go to school, get a job, do the traditional way, get married, blah, 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 have kids, whatever. And, you know, with the change, like now we're a lot of people are moving onto the online space and it's like getting away from that traditional style of life 
it's, it's really hard for some people to see that, but no one can actually see that vision and what you believe in besides yourself at times. And you only have to be your biggest believer to go ahead and do it and look how it's worked out for you. Like (laughs) it's incredible. So for one, I'm really proud that you went ahead and did that and believed in yourself because it worked out so well, but had you stayed where you are, maybe you wouldn't have, like, you wouldn't have any of these opportunities that you have today. Um, and who knows Absolutely. if it even would have went the way you wanted it to go if you stayed. So for sure, just have to because it's like, yourself. look, if you, exactly, because it's like, look, if you there's a, if you really feel like you can see something that other people can't, and someone else can't, really cannot give you a clear reason as to why this is not the path to take like if you have you have to take responsibility and say look i can see this path and i know what needs to be done today to move towards that path and i'm going to do that and i'm going to take responsibility and like if you don't have those moments you're always stuck in someone else's world right you're always in someone else's ecosystem and so you have to be able to do that and what's fascinating now is like think about how crazy this is like how crazily new the this opportunity is because if you go back even 20 years 20 years the internet in its current uh state does not exist right no and you the internet has created all these people that have gone on their own trails of learning information right it used to be you got your information from school college, maybe the library, the newspaper, but now you can to this wide open world and find the information that's going to help you do what it is you want to do. And that's also going to create people in your real life that don't understand what's happening because you have gone on this internet journey that they cannot see. And then you have to see, okay, I went on this digital journey. Now I need to bring this digital journey back into my real life and make real life decisions based upon how my worldview has shifted. And if you can't bridge that gap, then you're always going to stay in this place of, I learned all this cool stuff, but I'm still doing this job I don't like, or I'm in this city I don't like, or I'm living a day to day I don't like, but I have all this cool internet stuff that I've learned about, but haven't taken any real world action on. And so you have to marry those together. 100%. And, you know, and I find it's, you know, it is okay for other people not to understand. As long as you understand and you have the vision, it doesn't matter what anyone else is worried about. You are taking, like you said, full responsibility for the outcome. That's on you. That's not on anyone else. So why the hell does anyone else care? (laughs) You know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So don't. And why I say that is just like, don't like quiet out that noise. Don't worry so much about what other, and like yourself, you obviously did quiet out that noise, but I know a lot of, you know, startups and friends of mine that have tried to start businesses or have been on the, you know, about it based on other people's thoughts. I tell them, you know, quiet out that noise and just go for it. What's the worst that could happen? You know, you're only going to learn something. And, and if you fail, you're failing for honestly like so it's exciting and i just love when i have other people on the show that have that same mentality open mind you know so i love it now let's talk a little bit about you throughout your journey and how you overcame them and you might have already touched on a few of them but any challenges that might be relatable to the people listening and it could be about client acquisition it could be about scaling 
tell me about those challenges that entrepreneurs face and that you have faced and overcome, or maybe even challenges that you're dealing with today. Well, I'll talk about the challenge of Q1 2023 um, that I've been going through. And essentially, I've been transitioning from an individual personal brand only to um, a larger business that is incorporating other people and essentially scaling product and scaling back end and doing these sorts of things and dealing with all of that for the first time. So uh, what I found with that, I made... So over Q1, I made, I've now made three different ground up funnels trying to sell my high ticket. It's just a $2,000 course. And what happened was, so I did a version of this where I was trying to sell it through a webinar, through a VSL. It's not a webinar, it's a VSL, but sell it through a VSL failed zero sales. It's like, dang. So then I redid the webinar entirely from the ground up, re-recorded all of it, rebuilt the funnel, all of this, set it, launched it, failed, no sales. And I was like, at this point, I was like, wow, okay. So I've just wasted all this time, or that's how I felt. Wasted all Mm -hmm. this time, blah, blah, blah. And as I was building the funnel, I was also honing down and and building this massive uh, course and community that I'm selling, right? And so then I was like, oh my God, like why what is wrong here? And what happened was I built my course, my community um, for what I wanted to do, not for what my customer wanted. So with screenwriters and screenplay specifically, right? What Top Development has built is it has built the clearest story framework for developing your story, no matter what stage it's in. Whether you have an idea or you're five drafts into a screenplay, you can clarify your story based upon this framework. And so that works really solidly in the course. However, the number one thing that screenwriters want, the number one thing is their screenplay read seriously. Right? So what was happening was I was being like, hey, I have to read your screenplay. I can just help you make it better. But I was cutting out what they want. I was cutting out the number one thing my audience wanted, their screenplay to be read. And I re- um after I was working with some of the people that did get in, it wasn't no sale. I got a few people to join this course, right? Um, and, and I was talking more and more with them. And I realized through this, it's like, it doesn't matter how much I help them. Ultimately, they want their screenplay read as well. And that also develops this respect uh, between them and you to say, look, they have worked on this screenplay for years, usually, right? Four or five, as many times they've been working on this project. And for say, I'm not even going to read it at all. And, and nobody here is, and you just need to do this. It, di- it did not work. And so mm. what I have done instead is say, okay, well, I need to adjust. And I've built this front end offer first that allows to submit their screenplay to be read by one of our script readers who's been trained in the top development story framework. And when they submit their screenplay, they also submit their vision for the story. And so through this, now we have an understanding of what it is they want to say, why this story, why have they worked on this story for the last five years? Why is it meaningful to them? Then we have their screenplay, we read it, we analyze it and help clarify it according to the framework. And then we hop on a call with them to walk them through how we are clarifying their draft according to their story vision, identifying and solving problems through the story framework. And so then that then creates this initial um, 
offer where now they have an understanding of how we're viewing story. They've seen it immediately and directly applied to their screenplay. Now it makes way more sense for them to continue their journey with us on a higher ticket offer to say, hey, now that you've seen this framework work for your screenplay, would you like to get way more um, uh, education on and specifics on how this framework works and a community right. of fellow writers like you that are seeing story in this way so that we can develop a unified story language to talk under when we're actually talking about story development. Because a problem that exists in screenwriting now is there's all these different books and people are talking past each other because they have seven different definitions for the same words. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Tyler, I love it. And you mentioned something so important. It's oftentimes we get so in our own heads about our needs and what, what needs to be met on our end that we mm -hmm. forget the client's needs. And I like that you're meeting them at where, what, how they want their story to be read and their vision for it as well. And you're meeting them there. So your needs are met and their, their needs are met as well, which is obviously going to convert much easier at that point. Right. Absolutely. So I love it. This is great. Now let's talk about your YouTube channel and your podcast. What were sure. the intentions behind it and where is it at today? So the podcast, so on the YouTube channel, I'm talking about practical ways of understanding and writing screenplays, right? So it's a lot okay. of screenplay education type content. I'm talking about character webs. I'm talking about story structure. I'm talking about your concept, right? That kind of stuff. On the initial Writer's Mind podcast. The purpose of that podcast was to help people think about what to write about, right? So it's not just about making your story real, real good. It's also why would this be a story you want to tell that you would be willing to spend the next five years in developing the story and then making that film why is this particular idea worth that to you? Do you just want to make another meaningless roller coaster movie that just kind of takes us through some fun ideas and ends? Or do you have something that you really want to share with people through the story that you are creating? Right. And so that was the purpose of the Writer's Mind podcast to help people think in a more philosophical manner to say, like, analyze your world and then see, look for the truth and how, and, and the conflicts that you're seeing in your life, and then use those to develop your stories. Now right. that the top development transition has been made, we are relaunching the podcast. And what we're going to be doing now is we will be developing a story. We will be writing a story live, developing a story live, using our story framework to uh, top development writers, using our story framework, and the audience is going to be along for this ride. And so this way we will show how it is we're looking at story and how we use this to in a real world application so that uh, writers out there who are on the fence about us, not quite sure if they want to be involved in what we're doing, they can see an example of how we're developing a story and then um, use that to say, okay, well, I want them to analyze my story based upon this framework as well and work with them. This is incredible. I love it. And, you know, they're there along the way, which is awesome. So tell me a little bit about maybe some of your biggest focuses and desires for the next six months six months. I know that you're in a huge transition and you did mention a few things already. Is there any other big goals or desires that you're looking to hit in the next six months? Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest desire outside of the 
internet, social media, uh, internet funnel that we're talking about here is getting a movie made. So that is one of Top Development's big primary goals to uh, make that happen over the next, like really be fully into production over the next six months minimum. Wow. Um, and we already, we already have some, some things very far forward, which is really solid there um, that, that we're already working on. So that's, that is that side, which is a, you know, a, a fully different part of this business and this enterprise that we're building here. Uh, but that then, you know, feeds all of it, right? Because we want this to be, we want this top development is the place where we are putting the story and the quality of that story first. And we are empowering writers to tell the truth that they have seen in their life in a great screenplay that we can then produce. That is the ultimate mission of top development. That is incredible. Well, love what you guys are doing, Tyler. And it is just incredible how far you've come from, you know, not sure if I should be working for like, this might go towards my dreams where you're working before, but you're like, mm, I think there's your divine path and I'm going to go for it. And look where it brought you. Yeah. I mean, you are the co-founder of top development, which is huge. And you're, I think everything that you're doing is incredible and you know, getting, we need people out there to work with us for that clarity, especially in what you're doing in those areas as well. Everything that you're doing is incredible. And I'm super excited to see where it goes in the next months. And I'm totally rooting for you. And I can see that this movie is going to be freaking amazing. So Tyler, I appreciate thank it. you so much. You're welcome. And I know our episodes are so short. I wish they were longer, but you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, in regards to screen uh, script uh, structure and screenplay and all that kind of stuff, talking about their story, getting clear on it, what would be the best way to go ahead and connect? Easiest way to learn more about me is youtube.com slash Tyler Mowry. That's M-O-W-E-R-Y, Tyler Mowry. Um, and then if you would like to check out more about top development and what top development is up to, you can go to topdevelopment.co topdevelopment.co. Incredible. Well, thank you so much to Tyler Mowry for coming on today, talking about your journey, talking about the wins and the challenges as well, because the struggle is real, you guys. And, you know, it can be so relatable when we're sharing these stories instead of just talking about the success at the end. Let's talk about in between and the struggles, right? And how we get through them. So much Tyler and group. If you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Tyler Mowry did today to talk about the podcast, the business. And if you have a YouTube channel, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks Tyler. Bye guys. Catch you on the next episode. Tyler, I hope. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. 
shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.